0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Corbin, with my co host, Tate, and we have a Crypto Mason recommendation. Not directly to us, but he recommended it. <laughs> he recommended it. To <laughs> he the recommended public. it. Uh, it is known as Origin Trail, and I'm going to do my darndest to not say Oregon Trail. Or
1: young Trilly. <laughs> oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We're probably going to slip a few times. Yes, but. yes, indeed. With a price sitting at roughly thirty-three cents right now, yep, approaching thirty-four. Total supply of five hundred million and a circulating supply of three hundred sixty-four million. And with that, I think it's got a lot of potential. But once again, we are not financial advisors. None of this is financial advice. So do not take anything that we say, iteration, as we financial should, we advice. We should make that
0: part of the intro from now on. Yeah. Just bounce off that was was good
1: we are not financial advisors true (laughs) accurate anyways the ceo and the cto so ceo is ziga drev and the cto is bernie bernamir rakik very slavic
0: yes indeed beans yeah the it's actually kind of cool that they're are are they based out of Somewhere in, like, Slovenia or the UK or... They're
1: based out of the UK. Okay, cool. Yes.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's neat to see these other projects that are not based in the US. get These really, really good partnerships yeah. with other companies and actually, you know, have room to thrive instead of Gary Gensler going out into the daisy field with a flamethrower and just torching everything, trying to torch everything.
1: all the crops. Yes. Fortunately. But... Shame. There will soon be regulations. <laughs> that eyeball raise, Fanfly didn't see it, but yeah, that's crazy. So or- Origin Trail. It's the, fir- it's the world's first decentralized knowledge graph, organizing humanity's most important assets and making them discoverable, verifiable, and valuable. It connects the physical world such as things like art healthcare fashion education and supply chains and the digital world blockchain smart contracts metaverse and nfts and DeFi, and a single connected reality Mm. it's really going to transfer everything into the metaverse this
0: is big time this doesn't even need to be transferred into the metaverse no this this could be used in all sorts of different industrial applications digital assets well yeah digital assets but also for industrial applications yeah. where you might you know put your your college diploma through origin trail and it'll be permanently on a blockchain and verifiable so even if like, let's say you know god forbid your house burns down and it's hanging up on the wall and you lose it yeah then you could say oh i still have it
1: it's it's in the yeah. Oregon trail <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is your certificate of dysentery oh my oh my <laughs> yeah it's just same with like art i mean that's why Mm -hmm. nfts are a major thing nowadays because people don't want to lose their art to like you said like a house fire or a natural cause or just any of some sort oh we
0: forgot to preface too it is pouring 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 down rain outside great
1: background noise so if you hear the thunder hear the rain just enjoy it while it lasts this is your one and only chance of getting this on the podcast
0: I don't know, man. We live in the rainforest. Right. We live
1: in the swamp. We live in the Amazon rainforest.
0: Yes. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's tons of different use cases for Origin Trail. Yes. Tons and tons and yeah. tons of them. Amazing. It it's, it amazes me that it's at thirty three cents right
1: now. Yeah, I know, especially with that supply. Because once that supply starts to get realized and people start to eat it up, and institutions start to hop on board, what I actually find, I like that noise. That was a good
0: one. Um, what I actually find interesting is I don't necessarily think that institutions like banks and stuff are actually going to eat this one up. Yeah. I think companies. Well, that's, that's more or, or less what
1: up. I mean. I'm not looking at really banks. I'm just looking at like corporate America and stuff. Fair. Yeah. So I can still consider that like institutions. Yeah, they're too busy buying XRP. <laughs>
0: <coughs>
1: <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways. I mean, think about it. Like, there's going to be a point in time when the Origin Trail gets a hold of like the Mona Lisa and then that's gonna be on the blockchain forever and whoever owns the Mona Lisa won't ever have to worry about it one getting stolen or two being destroyed it's true
0: uh there's an art gallery that actually owns the Mona Lisa over in uh France I
1: believe yeah
0: and so it's not like owned by a single entity sure I mean it's, like, yes and
1: no but it, yeah
0: it's typical museum procedure
1: yeah of course you know but they won't want that getting destroyed say to like a natural disaster True, because nobody can stop mother nature like that's one thing that nobody can stop a lot anymore. of safety glass yeah a
0: lot of safety glass <laughs> even
1: if you yeah you better hope <laughs> massive flood could come through and just sweep that whole entire safety glass case away right down the river and you'll never see that thing again i don't know just man. the things to think about that's true i mean i guarantee they probably have tracking devices on it or some sort oh yeah or they got that thing entrance. locked but anyways, this yeah. is not about the Mona Lisa. <laughs> no, this is true. Advanced Knowledge Graph technology currently powers trillion dollar companies like Google and Facebook. By reshaping it for Web3, the Origin Trail decentralized Knowledge Graph provides a crucial fabric to link, verify, and value both data on both physical and digital assets. Like we've just stated. Yeah. Yeah. World-class companies are already using the OriginTrail to connect and create value to their ecosystems. For example, OriginTrail is enabling frictionless international trade for over 40% of U.S. imports by fostering secure exchange of secure audits. So they're making sure that everything that they transfer and trade is being audited. So It's all being checked, marked, making sure that it's properly being stored.
0: Yeah, because you can easily forge those documents.
1: Oh, 100%. Easily. I mean, it happens all the time with...
0: Yeah, because you're just going to fax it to somebody or it's going to be stuck in your email where somebody could easily get into your your company's email server. Yeah. easily, but they can and potentially do that. But if it's backed via via a blockchain, whether it's Ethereum or Polkadot or Polygon or whoever they decide to end up fully implementing to lower the gas fees, Ethereum... going to be really beneficial
1: very much so the same somatic fabric of the decentralized knowledge graph protects pharmaceutical supply chains or can be used to organize blockchain data from seamless access by DeFi decentralized applications yep the apps daps our favorite we've talked about those so many times in the past
0: you caught her from a dare starter tending to our, da- our little daps <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love how we're able to just talk about the old podcast now. Oh, yeah. And just bring up old memories from Remember different. Remember
0: back in the day. Pepperidge Farm
1: remembers. 22 podcasts in already. How crazy. Right. The Origin Trail decentralized knowledge graph powered by the track utility token and a global network of nodes that's used by leading global organizations is now ready to go to bring trillions of assets into the metaverse. Yes, they do have their own nodes and. Can create your own personal node. Create one of your own nodes. You need ten million XDC. <laughs> <laughs> for a test net node for Ethereum, at least three thousand test track. And so the token is called track. So it's the organ is the origin trail, but their token is called T R A C. Yeah. At least three thousand test track and at least 0.05 test ETH. And then it's X D-A-I. What's that?
0: XDAI, is X, X, X-Dai I yeah. think is how you pronounce it, is uh, one of their partners, actually.
1: It's a stablecoin. DAI is a stablecoin cryptocurrency on the Ethereum blockchain, which aims to keep its value as close to one United States dollar as possible through a system of smart contracts and decentralized participants. But you can also set up your node through XDAI. And for that, it's the same amount of test track and then um, just 0.01XDAI. Not bad. No, but uh, for a mainnet node, it's just 3,500 tracks. So just 500 more.
0: Yeah, Like a really basic computer to run the transactions through. it doesn't have to be. It's
1: not proof of work, so it's not gonna put a ton of load on it. Nope, just two, two gigabytes of RAM minimum, 2.2 gigahertz of CPU, and at least 20 gigabytes of storage space. What they say they recommend if you're gonna do a mainnet node, you should start off with about 5,000 track because I think you have to continue to implement more track to uh, run the node, I believe. Interesting. That's what they're saying on. Uh,
0: so then, how would you earn rewards for being a node operator?
1: Or I believe the base to like start the node is three thousand five hundred. Yeah. And then to continue, to, like with my stronger node, I have to continue to every thirty days, I have to um pay a ether gas fee.
0: Yes, but that's also because they're handling all of the hardware. They actually have the you're server right, and everything. You're right, you're right, so they right. got to
1: maintain that. And yeah, I guess if you do it through your own side of things, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I
0: have to do some
1: deeper digging on that. Definitely. But you're able to run nodes. Yeah, so there's you can a, run the there's network. a source of potentially making some sort of passive income through it sure. and then regaining your return on investment down the road. Yeah, or some sort of a governance
0: system. Yeah. So you would be able to vote as a validator. For sure.
1: Yeah, there's so much more. Partnered with so many different types of companies. Yeah, they're sorry. You go. OK, yeah,
0: no, I'm, I'm really excited about this part yeah. because their partners are huge. So this this coin checks a lot of boxes for me because I love these types of coins that handle a very specific niche Yeah. that most people, including me, never thought like, ever oh, existed that be put on
1: the blockchain yeah I, I didn't think about that everything can be put on the blockchain now exactly we have to realize that
0: yes yes this is accurate yeah they are partnered with three major companies and they've gotten a couple shout outs and stuff from other massive ones so they're already partnered with oracle which is major in the blockchain data center space they do everything with java like you know pretty much everybody Who's even remotely techy knows Oracle at this point. Push. They've been around forever. Yep. There's also BSI, which is the British Standards Institution, and they handle different sort of standards for workplace information, gotcha. essentially to make yeah. sure that everybody's all on the same page with what they need to submit and stuff. Uh, I, th- I think they also work with the British government as well to sort of. Make sure that everybody's doing the right thing. If they're based out of the UK, I hope they're partnered with the British government in a way. Well, yeah, if it's a standards institution to make sure that everything complies with laws and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. And the one that I find the most fascinating is that they're partnered with GS1 Slovenia. Which is major now. <laughs> practically nobody over here knows about them. But. Has ever wondered where your barcodes come from? And how that system is maintained.
1: I've wondered so long. I bet
0: you have. I bet you've had many sleepless nights wondering about the barcode. Tate. Well, good news. GS1 Slovenia is here to help you get a good night's sleep. Amazing. Yes. But yeah, they, they're they helping them with that. And they have a major partnership with them. I could see... I could actually see barcodes being implemented into a metaverse to make things easier to pull up.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So instead of it, it doesn't even have to be. Ooh, I'm trying to think because, like, if you play a game like VR Chat okay. or something, right? Which yeah. isn't a metaverse, but it's like the kind of the closest consumer ready, ready thing that we have gotcha. right now. Yeah. yeah. When you're in that game and you want to pick up something, there's no implementation for buying things. Yeah. Everybody just basically trade trade skins. And that was a good one. That was a good lightning. So my thinking was if you go into a shop and you want to buy a shirt, see the shirt on display. Has a little price beneath it, denoted in whatever currency maybe that, that blockchain is on or sorry, that game, whatever denoted in whatever currency that the game's blockchain is on. Okay. I wonder if there would be a way to add some sort of a barcode system to that, which I, now that I think about it, probably wouldn't be necessary. Because with the barcode, it helps you, you scan it and it does one thing. Yes. So It does only one thing and it's a very specific thing. Yes. So I wonder if that could actually implement it in with the UPC labels items as well. It be its own uPC label yeah, but but now, like circling back to the real world, yeah, for people who maybe are trying to, I don't know, like change the the price of something, you know people will take a barcode sticker off of a cheaper item and put it on a more expensive item and try to scan it.
1: It'd make everything very corrupt more or less, <laughs> interesting, but uh, it, yeah, I mean, it just. That's whenever, like, obviously audits come into play and security. Yes. Security, like, yeah, they're doing a rules. lot of yeah,
0: yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff in the healthcare space right now to yeah. make sure like HIPAA documents and all that stuff is complied with, and to also make sure that that's uh, recoverable uh, in in their sort of secure data system using the blockchain, which is For pretty sure. cool.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and they're also partnered with Scan, which is the supplier compliance audit network. So once again, more paperwork, but yeah, Yeah. always good to have something like that. Yeah. To because I I can't imagine what these companies pay in insurance. Because imagine you have all these documents that are like physical paper documents. Trees. Well, trees. Yes. I mean, trees cost money. Trees cost money. We don't like cutting down trees. Exactly. But the other thing, too, is what if a tornado hits the building that houses all the paperwork? Yeah. Or there's fire. Yep. No? You gotta you got, you got have a solid way to back that up outside of just scanning it and then putting in some folder on some secure part of the network. You need to actually have the physical thing itself encrypted and into the blockchain. Backed up into the blockchain. Yeah. That'd be the best make sure it's so, that'd be the best
1: solution. But it's yeah. just about um
0: Yeah, because the sorry. Oh no, you go. Because the, the phishing scams that people are using against these companies. Do you know what a phishing scam is? Yeah. Okay. So oh. the, the phishing scams that people are using against companies are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. In fact, one of, the, one of the big ones that people are using right now is they will use a phishing scam to get somebody's email, like username and password for a specific like, company email. And what they'll do is they'll go in and for a couple weeks or a couple months, they'll go in and they'll just watch. Emails coming in and leaving that email inbox.
1: And they'll just sit there and watch it. They'll just sit
0: there and pay attention, see how the person talks, see how the clients talk and that kind of thing. And when another business sends over an invoice that's supposed to go to the company that they're phishing, what they'll do is they now that they know how to speak or type like the person who they're normally sending it to, they can send a a fake invoice back to them and say, Hey, you guys got this, this bank account number wrong. Uh, can you please fix it before this deal goes through? And then you've been fished because then they're going to send that over and it's going to be to somebody's you know, personal
1: bank account. They're you might lose that forever. A good substantial amount of money off of a very smart play. Yeah, that is quite evil.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, too, you could also use that for impersonating documents. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. Yeah, because you would download it. You're making me spiral right now. (laughs) Yeah, because the other thing you could do too is if you wanted to fish somebody some information like to them, not taking away, you could potentially, like if somebody said, if somebody emailed you a document and said, hey, can you edit this or how's this look or can you bring this to the next meeting or whatever, you could potentially just copy-paste that email and just essentially like go in and change some of the numbers or the values on the document, okay. basically falsify it. But yeah. if it's verifiable on a blockchain, you can't do that. Physically cannot do that.
1: There's no way of, I mean, yeah, you're right. There is no way. Yeah. Unless you breach the blockchain.
0: Yeah, because the other thing, too, is a lot of times these these guys won't send an email from like the official company server because you you really can't. It's really hard to to do that outside of a company's like inner circle network because that's
1: only if you know like the obviously like the password and stuff Get well no not that.
0: even that like the physical network yeah. inside of a building like oh, a, like let's yeah, say um uh, yeah like you're in a retail store that retail store is going to have a a two two network lines it's going to have a network line specifically for the business itself that's yes. going to run any of the electronics that the employees might use and also the the secure handshake that needs to happen between the computer that's like like the company owns and the email servers that the company owns as well and then there's a separate little side network specifically for the people shopping yeah so that way they have wi-fi to use
1: yep makes sense yeah so yeah i mean so the so most they'd be able to do is just get onto that guest network inside the building well
0: no no no, not even that what they'll do is they'll create another email so let's say it's uh hate at gnc com for instance right yeah. so if that's your company email and somebody wanted to fish you they might do tate at gnc.co
1: or.org you know what or.net that's so funny that you say that because i actually just got an email from a fake apple support tech today not support tech but a support team saying that i had to my apple id just got suspended and that I had to unsuspend it by clicking this link. I dove a little deeper into it cause it like the initial email that they showed, sure. it looked like it was the right email. And then I clicked on the email from like, to see who actually sent it. And it showed up like ABXYZ z, 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 three at like some.com. Yeah. And I was like, wow. You almost got fished my friend. Well, I did click on the link, but I didn't type any information.
0: Okay. That's
1: fine. Yeah. But that was a, a, that was a very, very big tangent we just went on, and I, I, it explains so much, though, because, like, this happens on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And it's quite crazy to think about. You mm-hmm. had me spiraling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but just fish. This could help really deter phishing scams. Unfish the in a fishers.
1: Corporate...
0: This could Anyway, <laughs> this could <laughs> really help deter phishing in corporate applications. Yeah. And maybe even governmental if this got used for like official government documents. Cuz you know, you know some of these bills that these senators write are like 20, 30, 40,000 pages long. Yep. Dude, it's ridiculous. too many pages? Yes. Make it simple. 100%. Why is it so hard?
1: 100%. Yeah, I definitely agree like, with that. I can
0: understand a couple hundred if it's a big bill like healthcare. Yeah. If it's a healthcare bill, 500 do that. 1000
1: you're pushing p- it. You're pushing it. Yeah. 10,000. Why? Why does that need to be existing? Because all the, the pork that they put in it, all the hidden words.
0: Well, yeah. Plus, you know, little pats on the back for senators so they might be able to get like a bridge built in their district or something. Yeah. Anyway, that's, <sighs> <it. laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a tangent for a different day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Using the same tech as Google used. But not partnered with Google, organizing information and the blockchain tech powering Bitcoin, Origin Trail is organizing humanity's most important Web3 assets and making them discoverable, verifiable, and valuable. Yeah. Let's bring your assets to the Web3. What? what? So let's bring your assets to the Web3. Yes. Absolutely. Crazy, because like they even speak upon bringing like, like automobiles Obviously, like pharmaceutical supply chains, trusted factories, trusted its certifications, everything to the web three. Well, just saw lightning strike. That's cool. Food traceability, rail travel uh, rail travel safety, the s the FSM food safety market is harnessing the power of the origin trail and big data to transform the European food certification market. So all certifications. Sustainable agriculture, enterprise data interoperability, fashion and apparel traceability, industrial data, marketplaces, and financial flows. There's so many things the Origin Trail is going after, and without a doubt, it is going to more or less accomplish all. Yeah. All physical.
0: Yes. And there are two other, I don't know if they're necessarily partnerships, but they certainly shouted them out. Two major big, major big. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Two major shout outs that they've received are from the World Economic Forum, Wow, which oh we know a little bit about that from XRP. and then also uh, Walmart's Food Safety Collaboration Center with its uh, innovation pipeline initiative in China. So from Walmart, they were stating let's see here, so the the founder actually went over... I believe this this event was held in China and was was speaking about it. And he was saying, essentially, that the platform has the potential to break through the limitations imposed by a complex and fragmented global food supply landscape, strengthening product traceability, as well as de-incentivizing fraudulent behavior by increasing data transparency. So what that could also mean is... Potentially, I don't, I don't know what the laws are like on this. I don't know if this is even possible, which is off, off the top of my head. Something I, I would think about is if you are a company that sells corn. Corn's only good for a certain amount of days. Yes. And it's On a truck going to say Walmart, for instance. Okay. Right. Well, if that truck gets delayed and that corn starts to go past its date. Now, normally the expiration dates on stuff are pretty conservative. Mm-hmm for everybody's health and safety well what if they nudged it up a couple days operation date yeah like like i said i know nothing about the laws or thought yeah just a thought yeah about anything surrounding this yeah that's pretty cool and then the world economic forum was talking about how this could actually be implemented to help fight the uh c word that ends in 19. People are getting demonet. I don't know if that's still. People are still getting demonetized for saying the
1: uh, the sickness. I don't even, we don't even got to go into it, but yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, they were they were essentially talking about how it could uh, it could track PPE, so your masks, gloves,
1: any sort of virus, it can it can track all of the equipment used,
0: ventilators. This could be really useful the in a medical setting. Yeah, absolutely. Helping keep track of everything and
1: wow. be really useful for that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I see it going after it all. Yeah. Yeah, so it can handle uh,
0: certifications, alert. It has alert systems in place as well for when things go wrong. The origin of products, the uh, different compliance checks that different governments put in place for different systems and products. And then also it has a really good uh, recall system. Well, so if a product gets recalled or if a uh, like a piece of equipment gets recalled. Yeah, it's kind of like there's no real infrastructure for that. I mean, you can go. There's like certain websites you can go to and like manually search like, hey, your Caterpillar. Uh, I don't know, tractor or backhoe or something like has a recall. Yep. Usually they'll email you, but like having an actual system in place that will straight
1: up notify you instantaneous
0: <laughs> yeah instantaneously when when a recall happens would be nice I see that being used in regular consumer automobiles as well especially as we get closer and closer to everything becoming more electric um there's been a major problem especially with GM using um I remember was it was LG batteries somebody i forget which company they were using it was like an old version of LG's battery technology and Chevy Volts were catching on fire no way! Yeah, dude, you can straight up, look it up right now. Chevy Volt fire, right now? Yeah, go for it. I don't know if this affected the Bolt as well, but it was it was a major issue. They had to recall a ton of cars. Wow. Chevy lost, or uh, GM lost, a
1: ton of money. Fifty thousand U.S. Chevrolet Bolt electric vehicles. It was are, the Bolt, okay. Are from the 2017-2019 model years were recalled for potential and unintended fire in the high voltage battery pack underneath the bi- back seats bottom cushions. Yep. Wow, because
0: because the other bad thing, too, is like if if that battery starts an electrical fire, it's already hard to put out. But on top of that, the battery is directly beneath the seat cushions, like it said in the thing. Yeah, I I don't know if there's a thin layer
1: of. Yeah, that's where your children go.
0: (laughs) That too. Most of the time, from what I can see, the the fires would happen while the battery is charging. Gotcha. Because that's when it's going to be under the most demand.
1: And it's going to potentially overcharge.
0: Yeah, I don't know if there's any sort of temperature protection in place with these batteries. That's the other big issue. So if you go to a supercharger station in a Tesla and you plug in the Tesla, it's going to use a system of cooling fans and AC and stuff to actually keep the battery at an optimal temperature. It'll also do this in the winter right before you're about to go out. It'll actually kick a heater on to get the battery up to temp because otherwise you'll lose a ton of
1: energy range. Oh, yeah, range.
0: Yeah, it makes the battery a lot more unstable.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, the more you know. The smarter the smarter (laughs) the cars get.
0: Yeah, I'll stick to my gasoline engines. Thank you very much.
1: I will soon get a Tesla once Origin Trail moons.
0: Go for it. Then I can build a car that will eventually beat your Tesla. Possible. After I put in four times the amount of money you paid for your Model S Plaid.
1: I see, yeah, I guess. I won't be I I'd only get a Model 3. You would only get a Model 3? That's which, all you need. Which Model 3? The generic Model 3. Well, there's black. three
0: different trims, like a 60 or an
1: 80. I'm not that much of dual a car motor guru. One. I'm not that much of a car guru. So therefore I do not know. I'd stick to the basics. Okay. Cheaper, cheaper is all I need as long as I have a Tesla. Okay. I make sure it had autopilot. But anyways, I think we really wrapped up Ocean trail. Yeah. I think we talked about majority of the things that they're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and going after with all of their, all of their utility. I mean, entities being names of people, concepts, and objects, although the graphical representation of this knowledge is not recent it has grown into popularity and is a key element for artificial intelligent applications related to rapid and contextual information retrieval, as well as making. Decision- Oh, that's a good point. I didn't
0: see that part. Okay. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. AI. To to have AI implement the technology that Origin Trail is using to not only speed up
1: the process of
0: items going into the digital world, but also helping AI recognize what items actually are. Yeah. So I don't know the exact process of how they already, like how Boston Dynamics like can identify things. What's
1: real and what's
0: yeah? Because like it's not gonna. It's got to be more. It's got to be more complex than like a Tesla. Yeah. Because the Tesla uses a system of boxes and stuff to actually see objects.
1: A, a, a crap ton of sensors. So many sensors. Ugh. Active sensors, though. It's not just something that just.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a full radar system. Yeah. There's tons of cameras. Yep. Um, it's got lidar in it. Like it's high tech. Tell- the bees
1: knees well yes yeah, yeah. Well, i mean that's that's one more fact that we just went on yeah. artificial intelligence yeah you got anything else to say Ah. Uh, i really can't wait to see where this project goes mm-hmm. and how it's able to um, implement everything they want to achieve yeah because it's really just a matter of time and i think we're getting to this we're getting into this and talking about this very early very early on. Very early, because they're still
0: on ERC20. They're about to launch, I think it's, they said on June 4th, they're going to be launching the initial sale of the, or the of the track token yeah. on Polkadot to really help with the gas fees. Yeah, they are going to be able, immensely. Yeah, and you're going to be able to do nodes specific to separate blockchains. It's really cool. So, you remember how earlier you were saying about how it was going to cost you know, a certain amount of Ethereum to run a node? Well, now as they're you know making i don't know if this is necessarily a fork or not or if it's just cross-chain compatible mm-hmm. but essentially you're going to be able to stake polka dot and get track in return
1: pretty cool polka a lot more efficient than ethereum so much more efficient so much like more.
0: it's it's ridiculously more efficient
1: drop down in the comments below what token you'd like us to talk about next shout out to crypto mason we're putting Based us on this beautiful Joe token. Mason for this find, that was quality. Gold squad. Gold squad. <laughs> Let's go. But I think with that being said, we appreciate every single one of you. and We will be back next week with another two great episodes. Big ones. Woo-hoo. Big ones, yeah. Yep. Big ones that we will not be discussing. You'll just have to wait and find out. Major. 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 Just like that giveaway we did. True. Thank you all for tuning in. And with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast. And we will see you next episode. That was a good one. I hit for the light. I hit the light. That would have been so funny if the light just went out. It just
0: exploded. And then there was a big thing of lightning back there. Like the window blew out. Aye. All from the all, f- all from the, the barboons hat hitting the light.